What's up, everybody? How's it going? It is your boy, Michael. Join as always with Lincoln, and welcome to the Left Hand Backhand Podcast. How's it going? Welcome, welcome. December, second episode in December. Yep. Second episode. Um, Excited to be here. Wintertime is in full effect. Christmas is in full effect. The holidays, um, depending on what you celebrate. So shout out to everyone out there having a good time this yes, uh this december um we got a good show for you it's the off season so we get a little bit off the the beaten path of the typical talking points but we got a fun a couple fun dealer's choices in the bag dealer's choice in the bag and um just some fun conversations all around yeah perfect um do you want to take it away with the the christmas movie Dealer's choice. Yeah, let's let's do that since we don't really Perfect. have uh, too much in terms of the uh, news and notes. Yeah, not not a whole lot's happened. Um, that'll typically happen more starting January with more player movement and whatnot. But mm-hmm. yep. uh, we have been known to do a lot of drafts, which we we love to draft things back and forth and rank rank movies and or. I spoiled it. Uh, rank things in the season or discs or whatever we like to do. Um, so this time I wanted to do another draft-ish, but actually I decided to change it last minute. And I'm just going to give you a Christmas movie, and I want to hear if it's overrated or underrated, because there are some takes being floated out there that I've seen on social media, and okay. some of it I agree with and some of them like hmm I don't don't know if I have a full opinion on that so I want to throw those at you perfect so we'll start first with one of the oldest and apparently it's the highest ranked Christmas movie of all time it's a wonderful life overrated or underrated um I'll probably initially say overrated because I've seen it once but it didn't leave a lasting memory so, I need to just, like check what it is. It's, oh, yeah, it's to- uh, yeah, totally overrated. It's uh, J- yeah, J- Jimmy Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, totally overrated. Um, obviously, it's a a different time period. It's for a different crowd. It definitely appeases to more of those more traditional Christmas like standards and practices. Um, yeah. So just because like so many people still watch it and view it so highly, I'll just say it's overrated just because I think there's so many better, more fun Christmas movies. Uh, I don't disagree. I think I was actually um, talking to um, some family today and they hadn't even seen It's a Wonderful Life until last year. There was their first year watching it and they're like, yeah, I don't really get why everybody was hyping it up. And I was like, yeah. you know what? Looking at it, I'm like, yeah, it's a little bit more nostalgic in my family than it necessarily a good movie. We quote it all the time, like even throughout the year at Christmas. So like, yeah, yeah. Puts the sand on things. Just, I wish I had a million dollars. Hot dog. Like we say that all the time. You know, just like dumb phrases. I call my brother George Bailey, yeah. even though that's not his name. His name is Bentley. I just. There's jokes from it, but I, I think I think you're right. It is uh, probably a little bit overrated. Uh, next, we'll go with another old movie, uh, White Christmas, by uh, starring Bing Crosby. Have you seen that one? Can't say I have. Oh, okay. Yes, I think so. It it's on in the background. Um. It definitely is on the background for sure. <laughs> yeah. It, it, so I'd say it's just right, kind of right in the middle. So not, it's not underrated because no one watches it, but no one I feel like is, should be choosing to sit down and watch that for an extended period of time. Like it's your favorite film of all time. Um, but it's a classic. It's good. Everyone's watched it. So I wouldn't say it's overrated, um, but it's nowhere close to underrated either. I actually think it is underrated 
because I don't feel like a lot of people have seen it, and it is uh, a very fun, happy, jolly, romantic comedy Christmas, mm -hmm. and uh, I feel like I only watch it every other Christmas, so for me, it's not as overplayed as some of those ones, and so therefore, I think it's a little bit more under the radar, which yeah. kind of falls in the underrated category. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that, for sure. I mean, um, okay, next we're going with a polarizing movie, A Christmas Story. You'll shoot your eye out. I have heard all the stories about it, but I've never seen it. What? Yeah. Yeah. I've never what? seen it. Mm -hmm. How have you never seen you, you know exactly which movie I'm talking about, but you've yeah. never seen it? He has a BB gun and... Yeah. Yeah. He wants a Red Rider. Yep. Yeah, Red Rider BB gun? I don't know. Yeah. Nope. I've never I've never seen it. Okay. So well, I'll uh, say underrated then, because if I haven't seen it, then I don't hold it to high enough esteem to take the time to watch it. It literally runs twenty four seven on Christmas Day, I'm pretty sure. On Probably. some Christmas channel. Yeah. It might even be Christmas Eve too. Um yeah. I think it's a terrible movie. I don't like it. And the fact that it holds so much like Christmas nostalgia, it's like, this is not a good movie. Yeah. And it doesn't deserve to be glorified the way it is. So I said overrated. Um, okay. Now we're going to get to some newer ones. And let's see. Is it, this is more my speed. Four, five, six, seven, eight. I've got eight. Okay. Um, with two honorable mentions. So next we will go with the Santa Claus starring Tim Allen underrated. And I'm doing the first one, but kind of backdoor this the trilogy, the trilogy. Yeah. Um, definitely underrated. I think the trilogy together works really well. They're one of my wife's favorite movies. Um, and I never watched them growing up, but she got me onto them. So if, if I'm, if they're slipping through the cracks for you, Give him a try. I love the second one, even though Jack Frost is like really mean and it kind of sucks. But the the singing in the North Pole is just like anytime you can incorporate singing into a song into a movie, I'm I'm all for it. Is Jack Frost the second one or the third one? Pretty sure it's the second one. It the second be. one's where he has to fall in love. Okay, so it's the third. And he has the toy Santa come in and try to replace him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it's the third one. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. I love all of them. I think they're yeah, great. But They're good. Yeah. I I mean, Tim Allen had his season for sure, and I haven't seen the new series that's on Disney+, Plus, so don't yeah. know. Yeah. I'm not even intrigued to watch it because I don't want it to taint the other movies because I like the other movies. Yeah. So I'm with you. I said under. Um. Next, we'll go Home Alone. I'll probably say overrated. Um, strictly from the fact of like, when you think of a like, there's nothing sweet or family or romantic about a ten year old boy being left behind on a vacation by his family on Christmas Eve or day, and having to like stave off robbers from his house, like. There's like, it's a cool movie, but I wouldn't. It's say all. It's, a, it's just very unrealistic. Unrealistic, and it's like not a good Christmas story. Like they they sneak a little bit in there, like specifically what comes to mind: Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. Yeah, with the old pigeon lady. Yeah, like that's and that's even better, in like... Home Alone One, or maybe is it Home Alone Two? Home Alone 1 is with the guy with the shovel. I'm pretty sure comes and like helps protect him, right? Or is I am I thinking? Yes. That okay, so it is also in Home Alone 2 with the old guy who owns the the, the store. Yeah. Um they they tie a little bit more into that one, but not as much in the first one. No. But yeah. Shout out to that movie because I think it's hilarious and I watched it with my daughters last year. I bet I love that. They thought it was so funny because yeah. It is comedic to watch people get hurt physically, yes. as yeah. long as it's not like 
death damaging, you yeah. know? Yeah. Like getting hit with even the, though those guys the, Yeah. Those guys should have died. <laughs> Multiple times. <laughs> like when he gets electrocuted and then you see his skull and his hair freaks yeah. out. Like yeah. it's hilarious. I laugh every time. I'm a child. I'm an oversized child. Um but I, I think I might agree with you there as well. Um okay, next we are gonna go with how the Grinch stole Christmas. So Jim Carrey's Grinch. Underrated because I think it is one of the best. It, it's one of my top two Christmas movies of all time. Interesting. So I would say underrated just because a lot of people don't like it as much. Really? People don't as, like it? Like people enjoy it, but like the Grinch just gets such a bad stigma to him. And he got outcast. That's true. We do we being, do call people Grinchy. For being different. And one thing I just realized the last time I watched it, which was like two days ago, is his he lives like at the trash in the trash chute of Whoville, whatever. And the Who's suck, by the way. That's what I'm saying. He got his dog because someone didn't want it for Christmas and got rid yeah. of it. Threw it in the trash and he he rescued it. Like he's I mean, not. The I ba- love he, I love the points you're making to defend the Grinch. I'm just wondering the if the guy. movie is overrated. He's not the bad guy. No. No. And I think it's it's underrated. the mayor. Yeah. Low key is the bad guy. That movie. Oh yeah. The mayor bullied him as a kid. I know. Just because he was different. Yeah. Screw that mayor. Yeah. So I like. Just goes to uh, show yeah. you local politics are corrupt. Even in Whoville. That's the message. That's the message we're taking for today's lesson or for yeah. today's podcast. <laughs> um, so this is where this whole concept of overrated or underrated came up was It's a Wonderful Life and The Grinch and then one more, which I'm pretty sure you can guess what it is. Uh people are like unpopular take, I don't like the Grinch, and everybody's like, No, that's not a unpopular take like people over glorize or that's not worth glorify glorify there we go uh over glorify the grinch and blah 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 and people quote it way too much and i'm like it's still a good movie mm-hmm. but i overquote it too much yeah so it's getting to be on that more overrated scale I can because see I can't watch it without just quoting, quoting almost every single line, and I can't stand myself for it. Yeah, I can but see it's that. the only movie. I, it's the only Christmas movie I've watched so far this year, and I've watched it twice. So. Yeah, yeah. Actually, I, no, I watched uh, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, which is a another great movie, but people don't even know it. So yeah, I agree with that take for sure. Um. Okay. Two more. The Polar Express. <sighs> I think it's. Well, I've watched like bits and pieces of it. Never watched it from beginning to end. I couldn't get over the like the cinematography of it. Whatever the, animation, yeah, the, the animation's weird. Whatever animation they use, just like rubbed my eyes the wrong way, and I cannot get through it. So, well, I can't fault you with the animation, but it is a very solid Christmas movie that like is on my list of like. You have to watch this one every yeah. Christmas, kind of thing. For sure. So, I don't know if it's overrated or underrated, though. Because I don't I, even know how, pre- I feel how like rated pre- it truly is. I know. I feel like it's pretty neutral. Like, yeah. Some people like pretty- it, some people don't like it, but there's no one. It's, it's not a very polarizing uh, Polar Express. It's not a very polarizing uh, movie. Great pun. Good job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we'll move to the final movie, Elf. Is it overrated? Um, it's it's I, it's a similar vein for you in the Grinch of like how quotable the movie is, and if it's you've watched so it, dang quotable, if you've watched it too many times, you could just be like annoyingly saying the whole movie at any yep. given part of the year. So I'll say it's overrated in that sense but it's still a dang good movie it's a really good christmas movie yep i 
I feel the exact same way. When people were like, oh, yeah, the movie's overrated. Everybody loves it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, that doesn't means, mean it's a bad movie. Yeah, that just means it's good. It just means that we all watch it multiple times a year, every yeah. year, yeah. because it's such a good movie. And like Christmas movies, like there's so many different Christmas movies that are made. And mm-hmm. Like you have like your top tier and it's at the top of the top. Like it yeah. is what it is. Yeah. And I also like the message of it and how it like really hits home of a busy New York city. Like no one is spreading joy, cheer. And because it, the best way to spread Christmas cheer is singing loud for all to hear. Amen. Yeah. So our, Michael will serenade us at the end of this podcast with his rendition of Oh Holy Night. And I can't wait to hear you hit those high notes, Mike. Oh, of course. Yeah. I'm yep. even I'm Good. coming off of a lost voice, so it'll be extra extra sharp. Ah, oh, can't wait. I got goosebumps just thinking about it. Good. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for indulging me. Hopefully, uh you yeah. enjoy some Christmas movies this uh holidays i'm sorry holiday movies nah no they're christmas movies most of them are this holiday season um shout out though to jack frost Mm -hmm. uh michael keaton back in 98 when he's a a snowman and he teaches his son how to play hockey because he dies and turns into a snowman uh i love that movie it's so good like makes me cry every time but it's a good good christmas movie that doesn't get as much uh Mm-hmm. As much run. Are, are you a Hallmark movie guy? Love them, every single one of them. Really? Yeah, I even like uh, the new. I've only Netflix. seen like two. I even like the new Netflix ones too. They're all good. Christmas Prince, I've you got one, two, like... three. Oh. And then you got um, one came out last year, two years ago with Lindsay Lohan. That was pretty good. Really? And then, yeah, and then one of my favorite ones was what? a called a California Christmas. Some tearjerkers. Is that because you're from California? Yeah, I was like, oh, I'm going to watch that. So it's good. I liked it. Oh, oh, also shout out to the Muppets Christmas Carol. Like there's a lot of different Christmas carols out there. The Muppets one's my favorite though. Yeah, uh, they always do a good job. <laughs> All right. Well, thanks for indulging me. Uh, Mike, over to you for your dealer's choice. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll get back to a little bit of disc golf. Um I wanted to do one of those blind rating yes. lists. I love these. So I have 10 discs in a row. Um, I will tell you, they are all putters. Oh, um, sweet. From random manufacturers. I didn't want to go too crazy, um, but I just went to infinite discs and I went to just advanced search and then typed in putters and brands. And just kind of whatever came up. Well, that's why they're all kind of a little bit in alphabetical order. Not really. They're in an order. So I didn't even make this list how it is um, being displayed to you. So a little more. Well, that's good because then it makes it a little bit more blind. Exactly. Exactly. So, all right. So one to 10. Okay. Rank I got in an order. a tracker as well. Perfect. All right, number one, the Innova Aero. Mm. I can't. I can't even. Is that the one that um, Nate Sexton uses? Yeah. Is that the one he used? No, that's, no, that's dart. the he, dart. Yeah. Okay. I think the arrow. Uh, the Jeremy Colin actually was just throwing the arrow hmm. uh, in an Ace video on Simon yeah. or Drew's channel. I can't remember. Okay. Cool. Um, but they actually just came out with a, a recent one. run of the arrow. Yeah, the 40th a, anniversary one. Yes, the yeah. champ or the the Halo Star 40th anniversary ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so this is a three speed six glide. Which seems a little bit excessive. Uh, zero turn, zero fade. I've is felt that, one. Is that it doesn't like feel amazing? They're different glitch, like a faster glitch. To an extent, yeah, kind of doesn't feel the same. Yeah, like it's it's very rounded. Mm-hmm. 
in the dome. Uh, and it's one of their like kind of first molds, I think. I'm going to throw it at nine. I don't like the feel of it. I don't yeah. know anybody else that throws it other than Jeremy Colling recently. Okay. The Innova AVR. And I'm pretty sure it's just like the stock, the stock one. Just a stock AVR. Any, I, uh, shout any, out to, any, pla any plastic you can choose. I don't care. Shout out to my boy Bryce who literally putts with and throws G-Star AVRs. That's what he prefers putting with is a G-Star AVR. I've, I've, been so weird, but... I've been intrigued by putting with a premium. I saw a guy this weekend putt with premium um, proxies because they have a different like the rim is different material so just a good grip yeah so well he puts the g-star which it makes totally, a little more sense totally in my works. head because yeah. it's a little, little bit gummier mm -hmm. so it has that softer feel like an extra soft link kind of thing but yeah. um i'm gonna put that at the four okay i think it's a uh it's kind of the standard you know yeah mm -hmm. all right mvp anode Ooh, wait, which one's the anode? Is that Simon's putter? No, ions are what Hunter putted with last year or twenty twenty three. Were they ions? Anodes. I think I they were what Hunter. I think I thought they were what what Hunter used. I'm pretty sure he used ions. Okay, but yeah, it's a like a two three zero zero, very neutral, rounded. Oh, is that the one that I got? In no, my... it's not. What did I get? Actually, you might have gotten an anode because I, I saw I was like, oh, I, ha I have one of those before. Yeah, so yeah. take a little break. Go grab that. But um, yeah, I have a their baseline hard plastic in the anode. It feels good. It flies good. I wish I got it in like a medium plastic, but um, the hard felt felt fine when it's warmer out. Um, Simon putted with it initially when he first started with MVP. Yes. Right. Correct. Yep. Yeah. Um, it's a little deep feeling, not as overstable as like a P2. Uh, I'm going to put it at the seven. I don't care for it. All right. The DGA blow fly. Mm, dang it. <laughs> Oh, you knew that was coming, didn't you? Uh-huh. Oh, man. I've honestly felt it once. And I don't remember if it... How I liked it, but... I mean, it's like trying to throw a chicken breast. <laughs> oh, gosh. That's so gross. That's how it feels. Uh, I'm going to put it at the eight. Makes me a little nervous for what's left, but the DGA gum putt. Oh, that's just as bad. Yeah, pretty much. All right, that's going at the ten. Infinite doesn't even have DGA. No, they do. Why can't I find it? It just goes Dino Disc, Disc Golf, UK Disc Mania, Disc Craft. No, they have it. Where? G U M B P U T T gum. Well, they have to have it if I can look it up here. I mean, yeah, it's it's right below Daredevil, right above Dino. Oh, way off in the corner. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. The DGA Breaker. Wow. What's up with all this DGA stuff? Uh, that's what it came up with. It's a. Which the breaker is an approach disc. It's not even like considered a, like putting putter. Yeah, I didn't know that going into it. I don't know. Yeah, it's all good. DGA, I'm gonna throw it so. at the five. Yeah. I really thought I was gonna be getting better putters than these, but I got no. one, two, three, and six left. It turns. It turns. It turns itself around. I think you'll be okay. Um, That's why I held out. The Discmania P1. Ooh, P1's a good one. I'm gonna put it at the three. Okay. I do like the P1, but I don't love the P1. Yeah. The Discraft Banger GT. 
banger GT. I'll put it at the two. Eh, no. Yeah, I'll put it at the two. Hopefully, I voted for it for Hunter to putt yeah. with in 2024. So Good luck with that. I have a premium plastic throwing one if he wants it. Do you really? Yeah, it's in my um my mystery box for the trash oh. panda. Oh sick. Yeah. All right, really? two left. You have the number one slot and then six, right? Mm -hmm. The Discraft Challenger. Ooh, just a plain challenger. I think so, yeah. Not the OS or the SS. It just came up with Challenger. I'm gonna go with the six then and take my chances. I don't think it's the Please. worst, but good. the Discraft Focus. Luna? Oh, I actually like the Focus. Yeah, it's not bad. I'm not disappointed in that. Yeah. I'm not disappointed in that at all, actually. Yeah. yeah. I think the biggest snub was just the Innova arrow being all the way down at nine, um, but you did a good job. I didn't think I'd you... get the blowfly and the gum putt in there, but... <laughs> I know. Literally, I'm going through, popped up and just went straight putters. And yeah, I even took it, had the blowfly one and the blowfly two. I was like, I don't need both of those. Like, yeah, thanks. Take, take those out. It had a P1 and a P2, but I was like, I want to get some different putters in there too. So, all right, cool. Yeah. Well, to recap, I went number one, Discraft Focus, number two, Discraft Banger GT, number three, uh, Discmania P1, number four, Innova AVR, number mm -hmm. five, DGA Breaker, number six, Discraft Challenger, number seven, MVP, or uh, yeah, mm -hmm. MVP Anode, number eight, the DGA Blowfly, number nine, the Innova Aero, and number 10, the DGA Gum Putt. Huh. I think if Pretty I had solid. to, if I had to rearrange these. Only ch I would keep one, two, three, and four the same. Yeah. And I think I would drop the breaker down to seven and bump up the, the challenger anode. and the anode. Yeah. And I, I can see that. I think that's all I'd do. Maybe I'd put the arrow at eight and the blowfly at nine. Yeah. Yeah. It's not not far off. So that's not too far off. That's only like two changes. Yeah. It's not bad. For sure. Nice. That was fun. All right, into the fun conversation. Thanks, man. Right? Into the fun convo. Yeah. Okay, so, Queso. We love Queso. Uh, we have had an off-season left-hand, backhand, dealer's choice kind of list of topics that we can dig into this off-season. And one of them was naming conventions for... Mm -hmm disc manufacturers slash if we were to create our own yeah. disc golf company, which yeah. I think would be fun, obviously, because that's disc golf and we love it. Um, so to give a little bit of context and then I'll throw some questions over at you. Um, disc mania has their naming convention with their originals as P1, P2, P3, P3X, yeah. uh, mid-ranges, MD, MD1, MD2, and uh, fairways, FD, and distance drivers, DD. Um, that was their original naming convention. Then they created their like originals line and have since not fully stuck to that naming convention. They've just kept their originals that way. Mm -hmm. uh, Prodigy has a very similar naming convention to disc mania they have their uh their f series which is their fairways they have their fx which is their hybrid drivers as well as their h series which is also hybrid drivers uh they have their ace line which is their you know their m model os or model s or model us uh they they just have a naming convention that they kind of stick by Pretty similar to Discmania, actually. Mm -hmm. um, but then you look at like Discraft, and they've got a bunch of their mid ranges, which are like bug related, right? You get the Buzz wow. and the Hornet 
and the wasp and um well then and it's really have like a comet and a meteor And then they have uh, a few more bugs in their fairways where they have the sting and the mantis. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're kind of so anyways, all over. They're a little bit all over the place. Uh, Innova has animals. a lot of a lot of animals in theirs. Uh, like they have a bunch of sharks in their mid ranges, uh, gators, rock, they... eagles. Which is a rock a bird? I don't even know. I, it's not a condor, but I don't know. It's what oh, that's... a rock is an enormous legendary bird of prey in the popular mythology of the Middle East. There you go. Literally, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah, they, they have a lot have... of birds: thunderbird, firebird, t-bird, a beast, a yeah. So Innova is kind of the uh, known for having the most uh, animals, if you will. But then their distance drivers, they have um, almost a little bit more of like adjective words, like a dominator, a firestorm, a destroyer, Turn. a corvette, yeah. stuff like that. Yep. Um, just so anyways, it just kind of like just looking at all these different manufacturers and their naming conventions, you know, yeah. some of them stick to it in some way. Some of them don't um, infinite. They have a lot of mythology names mm -hmm. in theirs. I was actually talking to uh, one of the owners of infinite um, just about like their naming convention, like back in 2020 yeah. uh, or 2019 when I started playing disc golf and he was like, yeah, we just, Kind of thought it was fun and no other manufacturers really had that naming convention. So we kind of just like went with it because it was available. There's a lot of different uh, yeah. movement that we could have within there. And I was like, dang. Oh, uh, MVP is very scientific. Yeah. Right. I, li I like theirs a lot. Scientific facts. Yeah. Yeah. So it got me thinking if Mr. Harris or if, if left hand backhand started a disc golf manufacturing company and went with our own naming convention, what would you or we or I go with and uh, throwing it to you for your thoughts? Um, I really enjoy the naming convention of prodigy and um, Dismania. I feel like the way that it, the originals coming from not playing disc golf and you get into it, it is pretty clear what each thing stands for. You can get into a lot of gray After it's area. explained to you. Yeah. You, yeah. And you can get into a lot of gray area because it's like, if you come up with a, a CD1 and you lower your numbers, the more stable it is, you can't go any more stable in a control driver. So you have to call yeah. it something else. It's like, you right. can get stuck for sure. Um, but I literally like the simplicity of it and how you can explain it. The P is a putter, an A is an approach disc, an M is a mid range, an F is a fairway, a H is a hybrid, a D is a driver. Like, Prodigy, right. like it's very easy to see. Um, so I like I would try figure out something to go along that route would be my choice. So the fact that it's already been done, how would you make it different? I wouldn't. Well, I I could do this. I could do like the first number in a on a disc is the speed of it and then the second number is the stability so you could have and like a one through nine stability rating yeah yeah so if i have a one speed and it's a neutral disc it's a 15 if i have a overstable one speed it's a an 11 or i could go 19 18 i don't care 
Yeah. Interesting. Throw some numbers on there and I can put different jerseys <laughs> and um that get... that's actually a pretty clutch idea being able to like put like a messy stamp on there what number is messy i don't even know he's 10 he's 10 so yeah you just super overstable approach disc yeah or something well, like that be, that'd be a one speed so it's like a little bit different but you could figure sure. it out you could figure it yeah. out yeah, yeah um and just like it, it'd be really easy um another yeah, interesting yeah i have another one but I'll, i want to hear yours first so I actually had this idea when I first started playing disc golf uh, back in 2019. I was sitting in class in college and I was super bored and I was just sitting there trying to stay awake. So I started just jotting down different like disc names and I was like kind of looking up on my computer, seeing if they had uh, created names like that. And I thought of doing like a whole weather related theme because like they have like the blizzard plastic i was thinking okay they have the hurricane but like i could do like you know, like thunderstorm yeah yeah you know, lightning and then it's like oh crap there's all this. so i i got caught up in not being able to get through kind of a full roster and also yeah. just like my lack of weather knowledge <laughs> and so i yeah i uh i haven't revisited the thought until somewhat recently when I was like, man, I'm not actually sure what I would do, but I, I would want it to be somewhat related to like the weather and earth and like stuff mm-hmm. that's like very intense as like very overstable stuff. And then stuff that's kind of, you know, easy breezy is like lighter, yeah. understable. Yeah. I don't know. Like a hail. But I feel like a lot of those names are kind yeah. of, kind of used now, especially since 2019, I wonder how many molds have been approved and or new molds have been created since then. Probably over half of the discs in like I feel like in the last four years, yeah. the number of discs approved in the last four years is half of the entire span of the PGA. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't I wouldn't oh. be surprised. Also, I forgot Lone Star is all about Texas and uh dynamic discs is all related to like the judicial system yeah yeah judicial system that's a better word for it yeah um yeah okay i want to hear your second thought my other one going on the same like vein of having a starting point and going one direction or the other to be simple um would be using the Mississippi River as my starting neutral point, and I could pick hmm. ta- towns or states oh, in yeah. different ways. But here's the caveat. the It would be more like the flight patterns that you see when you put your discs in a bag. Like I love that. When you create a bag, and it is turned for lefties. Yes. So the the most overstable fast driver we have is going to be the Vermont. <laughs> Wait, the most yeah, the most overstable fast driver is up in Maine. That's funny. Is it is Maine uh, the highest? Uh, okay. I don't I don't know. Yeah, Maine's highest. Um so if if we're looking at America, you could almost put Kansas City as the dead center of that's that's my that's of my America. Five, that's my five five zero zero baby. Yeah. Okay. So that's your mid range. So like, okay, we could start it from Houston then, and like Kansas City, is like the straight mid range. Dude, I love this idea. Right. And then like I love this idea. So like the KC or you know Kansas City, mm-hmm. uh, Dallas is like a a slightly understable like. Yeah. I new, probably, no, I Dallas is a neutral putter. Texas. I feel like I'd skip Texas a little bit just because of um, Lone Star. Like they have a lot, a lot. All right, then let's go to OKC is a neutral putter. Yeah. Kansas City is a neutral mid mid range. Nebraska is Uh, a seven speed. Minneapolis is a is a twelve speed. Mm -hmm. We can go Omaha. Yeah, it's like a seven speed. Mm Mm-hmm. 
like Sioux Falls is a nine speed. And like how like and it, it, you could do cities, but I feel like states would be better because like how many people would you get to buy? So like if I'm making a zone, it's gonna be pretty like a Carolina zone. Just get a disc called called the Carolina. One stamp could be the North Carolina. One could be the South Carolina. Carolina. Okay. Team team colors. How many people from Carolina are going to want a zone replacement that's called the Carolina? Everyone. Valid. Okay. All right. All right. I can be on it. So then your super understable putter is going to be the Cali. The Cali or the zone. Your understable mid range is is a uh, Nevada. Yeah. Or like Salt, super Salt Lake. Like in order to get all the way to Oregon, that's like a understable like nine speed. That's like your heat replacement. Mm-hmm. And then like Washington's like your. Uh, I feel like Washington uh, needs to be like astronaut. Super... Yeah, yeah. The Montana like Billings would be a um, kind of like a Hades type of thing. Yeah, really understable, yep, 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 yep. but like, yeah, yep. Dude, dude, I love this. Okay, it's not bad. It's not verbal bad, right? trademark. Verbal trademark, left hand, backhand, states. And uh, yeah, we'll work with it. Texas is our, where we're we'll throwing black, the disc we'll from. Hole. Yeah. It's where we're throwing it from, so there's no disc there. But uh, all right, so what's what's your favorite disc that you, your Explorer 7502? That'd probably so be. That, is that Illinois? Or is that, yeah. are we calling that Indy? I love the name Indy. Just call it the Indy. The Indy. I like that. Yeah. Because like, that's, really that's get... Indi- Indiana, yeah. Indianapolis. Yeah. You don't get much more overstable than that. But like, you're, you're New York, that's your Firebird right there. Actually, I kind of want to call it Jersey. Jersey Firebird? I kind of want, yeah, the, the, the FD3 to be Jersey. Or like mm-hmm. the... the uh, uh, Pennsylvania to be like a Firebird, and then like the Jersey to be like the Not Captain Super- Raptor. Yeah. yeah, yep, I like that. Yeah, that's and then like the Venom is like Maine, mm-hmm. or I don't know. I I love this idea, and I I kind of just want to spend the rest of the podcast talking about it. Although I don't know how great of content that's going to be for those listening. That's fine. So we got nothing else to talk like, about. Actually, I do. It's not much. It's not much. Um, I think we should probably move on and and wrap this up, but we'll keep talking about it afterwards. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We'll save that for off for off air. Um, oh, it's a good time. Yeah. Do you have anything? So yeah, we close that up. We'll we'll hash it out again later. Um, yeah, but, we'll come but, back up. Yeah, moving forward. Um, in the bag stuff. Any new? exciting things you were telling me before we we got on and started that you're kind of making some adjustments to what you're throwing so want to give us a little yeah i mean it's the off season i'm sticking to my game plan i'm not throwing anything faster than a nine speed uh saturday i went out and played center hills in the snow it's good old time didn't play very well i threw one of my extra soft links into the water so that Mm. was cool thankfully it was the most beat up one yeah and I'm still really sad about it, but I have two more purple extra soft links, but I, there's, I know right where it is. I took a picture of it and I've got three other discs in that vicinity that I'm just going to brave it and go back in and just try to find a few yeah. of those discs in the water. Cause I yeah. know people have lost yeah. ones in there as well. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's on my to-do list eventually, but I decided to switch up my bag a little bit. I was throwing um, centurions and an exodus and, I let, uh, shout out to Jared. I let Jared borrow my Exodus to see if he likes it and wants to, you know, throw, he didn't have anything that was, I uh, had the evader, which was even more stable, but he didn't have something mm-hmm. that was kind of like straighter, more, more neutrally controlled, straighter yeah. stability. Yeah. He had like a crave that like turned, but this was just going to go dead straight and fade for him without mm-hmm. a ton of fade. Um, so since I did that, I was like, you know what? I'm going to revisit my fairways and see what I want to throw. And I just have this beautiful jawbreaker Z plastic sitting on my shelf. And I'm like, 
I want to throw it. So I'm going to throw it. And yeah. I'm bagging a few different uh, passions now and figured I wanted another eight speed to complement that and be a little bit less stable. So I got the essence and the passion are my two fairways in the bag right now. Nice. Uh, and then continuing to just focus on the dunes and my zones and having a good old time with it. Sweet. That's so, awesome. Nothing too crazy, but I am excited to throw this Z jawbreaker plastic. And I think that's what I'm going to be taking to Oregon with me. Cause I think the jawbreaker Z has enough stability that like I can throw hyzer flips with it and get it to still fade Yeah. in Oregon. So yeah, that's it's what a, I'm planning it, on doing. But. Yeah. I went and played um, last Thursday with a buddy of mine, shout out to Evan. So we had a good round. Um, the first nine front nine, we actually played the back nine, but our first nine holes, we did like a, um, best shot doubles but like we played our own two shots like we had two off the tee go from your best shot to just like score oh, and everything. Fun. yeah yeah so just to get more there was a group in front of us so it was a slow day um and we wanted to get extra shots so it was like instead of just and you're like we don't want to take forever as well but yeah we still yeah. want to throw the extra yeah. shot so, so we'll it was play good. from our best one and i had a passion in my bag and i absolutely love that thing like I could almost get around the whole course just with that. It's not stable enough Over, to hold up. Where are you at Huntington? Yeah. No. It's not stable enough to hold up too much with a forehand, but you could maneuver it enough to work. Um, but it is a super fun control disc. You can give it a little more snap and flat and get a consistent turn out of it. You can throw it with more angle, get it to flip up and finish at the end you could throw it with a steeper hyzer and it'll just hold the angle the whole time um all the way to the ground so like, what plastic it, is yours in it's glow z yeah and those are more stable yeah yeah historically i, really, I think so yeah i really liked it I've, so. i have a first run and it's flippy um okay so it's kind of nice to have the the flippy Two. first esp yeah and then the jawbreaker z yeah uh or is it Jawbreaker Crystal? Doesn't matter. I, th it, I, th I think it's Crystal. They're, yeah, I don't know. Uh, they're about the same. Know. But yeah. it does make me excited for the new Captain Captain's Raptors because they're just so fun looking. They're, they're the most, Z -flex, most unique right? disc on the mark. Uh, Jawbreaker Z Flex, yeah. Yeah. I wonder they're how just that will the feel. most unique looking plastic on the market. It's super cool. And it's they, so cool. every single one of them, is unique like yeah. you can get two that will be kind of similar but they, they're all different i don't know yeah. i was just obsessed with them when we saw them at usams those yeah. are awesome when i went to memorial so that's what's new had... in my bag and i might play on saturday yeah sorry you yeah it. go ahead you at put a memorial they had the that's when they released the zone os in that plastic and we snagged a couple was it the luna Oh, they had the, the test flight zone OSs, and then that's they had right, the Luna right. in that plastic. Yeah, yeah. And, and it was the, the first run that they did in that plastic. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of and a, we, and, uh, a big deal. And we were able to flip yours for a couple hundred bucks, which is nice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So not a total loss. Um, but also this weekend, I played on Thursday, and then there was a B tier. Might have been A tier. I think it's just B tier. Uh, tournament that went down two rounds. So that's B tier. Um, and... Colton Montgomery at, was playing at Huntington. One round at Huntington, one round at David Baker Golf Course, and um, okay. I have a signed Arctic Fang by him. So he was very generous. He he saw me kind of standing there off to the side. He's getting ready for a tournament, so like I don't want to be pushy and like approach don't be that guy. It. Yeah, he's he's there to do it. Obviously, it's a kind of a a smaller tournament, so like not a big deal. But he. He saw I was holding one. He's like, got the Arctic fame over there. I was like, yeah, I knew you'd be out here. So I was wondering if you could sign it for me. He's like, yeah, no problem. So it's cool. It was fun to watch. I him like throw. Colton. Yeah. Yeah. Colton I've was followed there too. him since I first got into the scene because he had the, the PD. And then that was like his signature disc, which I had yeah. one of those that was yeah. early. And then he also. I got a CD2 of his, which I still have actually. Nice. Um, and I messaged him on Facebook and was like, hey, your number's on here. Didn't want to 
text it. Just wanted to see if you wanted this thing back because I got it in trade. Yeah. And he was like, oh, that's so cool, man. Yeah, I remember that exact disc. I know who I gave that to, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, you're good. Keep it, man. Enjoy it. And I was like, hey, he reached, he, like, he responded back to me. I really appreciate that. That's really yeah. cool. Yeah. So, yeah. So it was fun. Um, went out and watched a few holes um, go down. And it was good. Nice, relaxing weekend. Did he win? No. I think he got like sixth or something. Oh, dang. Yeah. Uh, I, he got better than six. He had a, okay. What was the tournament called? Um, I'm looking up. It's the West Coast something something. West Coast Disc Golf Championship. He finished tied for sixth. Yeah. Huh? Okay. He did not. Ha- he did not have a stellar first round. And gotcha. That's the thing with like with Southern California. It's just a a hotbed of local disc golf not juggernauts but just like absolute grinders out here that can shoot well and compete with everyone they just don't have the the means or the desire to go on tour yeah it's a bummer that there aren't more really cool courses down there literally nothing especially with how big the scene is it's not even the scene it's the weather that's also true. Like it, it's perfect. All your, but I mean, that's the thing when you have the highest price per like square meter of land in almost all the country, other than than New York. It's like yeah, any any vacant spot is houses because you can't have enough here. Yeah, it's a bummer. Yep, uh, that's still cool. I've uh, I if I were there, I would have absolutely done the same thing because mm-hmm. you know me i put put with the link and throw the link and it's yeah. um it's arguably my favorite mold yeah i would that and i think your zone battles you for your favorite but it's zone fd3 and link are the three discs that i love the most yeah they're good they're solid good time nice well are you uh getting to play any disc golf this weekend or are you looking forward to anything coming up um, I finished school, so I will have a lot more time to play disc golf. So that's what I'm looking forward to is more, more time and opportunity to play disc golf, but nothing on the, on the short horizon. Yeah. Gotcha. Cool. Well, I'm going to try to play around this weekend. Not sure if that'll be feasible or not. I'm going up, to, I'm going out to Oregon next week for Christmas with my family. So I'm nice. excited for that. Cool. And I should play a couple rounds out in Oregon, but uh, we will talk about that on next week's podcast. Perfect. Sounds good. Thanks Look for that listening. transition. And uh, we'll talk to you guys all next week. Let these out. See ya. Peace.